I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody. I hope everybody is well on this foggy Thursday evening as it is here in Limerick. Um, you've just got me at the moment. Neil is on the way. So uh, we, we, we said that there was a, a lot of people waiting in there. So I've kind of just taken the reins. So if you have any questions, fire them at me for the next few minutes while we're waiting on Neil. And we'll uh, see how many we can get through of your comments and whatever. Um, let's start by going through Michael Huggins. If Jared doesn't get any money to spend in January, he's gone by the end of the season. I think yeah, I think we could be looking at a different manager by January, but that's just my opinion. We'll spend money in January either way. We have to spend money. There's a lot of areas need improving, so uh, I can completely put my hand on my heart and say there'll be money spent in January no matter what. Um. All a bit negative, I'd say, tonight. Anyone else checking every hour to see if the man has been given the gate? Um, yes, there's a number of people in all the WhatsApp groups that I'm in are exactly doing that. So, uh, yeah. Um, just give me a thumbs up if you can all hear me there because, obviously, I don't go live on my own too often. So, just give me a thumbs up if you can uh, hear what I'm saying. Um, Rob, Rod Humble says, Can't believe Poor's Lotus continued continuing his failed experiment uh what was her <laughs> is it a failed experience <laughs> experiment it is so far isn't it um it's a tough one it's tough for uh it's tough for us all to take at the moment but uh we just got to be as positive as we can we know we, we know we know but none of us want villa to lose even if it means changing the manager unfortunately saturday i think is one or sunday is going to be one of those days that we're we're beaten anyway um and says, I'd say he'd be with us for a far while longer. Well, rumour has it that the, the owners are in town this weekend. We could see the dreaded vote of confidence. Um, or 
we could see a change. Who knows? What do you think? Do you think they're coming to give a vote of confidence or do you think they're coming to change it or do you think they're just coming to watch the game? Do you think it's just because they're Chelsea, they're rocking into town just to see how we get on? Um, see, is there any anything positive going on in here? Um, so, Jimmy Danger says they won't... They won't sack until they have someone lined up. Unfortunately, we're not attractive enough project for the likes of Poch or Emery. I know I kind of disagree with that, Jimmy. That we're not attractive enough. There's a huge, huge uh, possibility that one of these could end up as our manager. Um, I would say if you if you you offered this job to Unai Emery, he would snap your hands off for another shot at the Premier League. I'm not saying that's going to happen straight away, but I, I definitely think it could happen. Um, Poch, maybe not, tends to come in when there's someone who's on the ropers uh, starting to come on their downers. So uh, let's see what happens. Um, AVFC Stato, can we bring back El Ghazi and Trezeguet? <laughs> they both scored tonight. I think I read somewhere that they both scored tonight. But look, fair play to them. They're in Europe for me. I wouldn't have them back. They didn't do enough for me when they're on the pitch. Uh, Al Ghazi, albeit did score a few goals, a lot of them penalties, a lot of them tap ins, but it was Johnny on the spot to score those tap ins. So, um, doing a lot better than our current strike force. But there you have it. Um, so Ad says, I think Sunday is is his latest one. Can't see us winning at Villa Park. And Villa Park is ready to return. Is that what you're saying? Um, I think I think I, I watched a few videos, um, especially Max Stokes from Villa on tour. He had a video up where you could blatantly hear um, them them touring on on Monday night. There was a lot of we want Gerard out. The, there was a friend uh, and one of the Irish Lions, Dave O'Rourke, was there. He said he heard it too. Um, Lewis adds to that and said, "I'm scared going to the match on Saturday." It's going to be toxic. It could be toxic, or we could have a Man City style performance and make this very difficult for Chelsea. Um, we'll get more into how we're going to line up and how Chelsea are going to line up when when Neil makes it on. Um, Karma baby says you hear <laughs> we hear you wonderfully. Thank you very much. Stato says he could hear me too, and so does Ronan. Excellent. Okay. Um. Any chance we might play Louise in his best position? That that would involve playing Den Donker. Uh, I think Den Donker is ready. I, I would play Den Donker on Sunday with Louise and whoever, either side of him, whatever whatever you choose is is your own choice. I would have John McGinn and Louise either side of, of Den Donker. Um, if he persists in in the in the way he's lining up, which is blatantly obvious that he will. Um now Douglas Louise interview, must apologise. I've just done a 12-hour day and that involved coaching kids after after work. So um, I saw I saw a negative comment underneath and decided not to watch it before I came on. So I was just trying to catch up on scores and, and uh, see if anyone was injured for the weekend. Um, Archer to score again against Chelsea. Play him. <laughs> You're not going to get any arguments from me. Play Playings or Archer the weekend, why not? Nothing to lose. Um, 
So Rachel says, hi all, is it just me, but I am sad of the donkey, I'm sad of the Dougie interview. Uh, he's committed whilst he is with us, but he is leaving in January. It's a strange one, Rachel, and I, I do, I blame the hierarchy for letting this one roll. Um, I think when he came back in the summer, there should have been a good enough contract on the table. I haven't actually seen what he said today, but... But by what the few comments already he said that he's uh he's committed, but obviously the contract is, is his eyes have been opened by Arsenal's interest, and I, I'm resigned to losing him if not in January, more than likely at the end of the season. But there's there's not a whole pile me or you are going to do about that now. I think that race was lost in the summer by not getting him to sign that contract. Thankfully, Neil is with us. Neil will add himself because of what, if I do it, I'll probably make a mess of it. Hello, everyone. No, your screen isn't broken. I'm just on the wrong side of the screen this time. You can change <laughs> it if you like. You're good at these uh, things. Okay, well, we'll shut up Paddy there for a moment and then we'll bring him back on. And now the world is all oh. back, in, back in sync again. Neil's, How's everyone Neil, doing? Neil suffers from OCD. It's, it's like the Ant and uh, Deck effect. We have absolutely. to be on the right side. No one will know who we are, Paddy, if we're on the wrong <laughs> side. That's that's just the way of life. Um, apologies for my tardiness, everybody. I uh, yeah, I, I just apologize for my tardiness now. But um, yeah, we've got Chelsea the weekend. Everyone delighted. I'm sure everybody is really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. But um, yeah. So, uh, Paddy, I'm completely coming in out, 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 out of the cold here. So, what were you guys? What, what have you covered, and what haven't you covered? So, well, uh, we, we, decide, we decided to leave. Podcast. We decided to leave the reason that we're here for when you arrive to talk about the, the match at the weekend. So, we just went through a few of the comments on on. Uh, I, I didn't see Douglas Louise's interview today, so I, I couldn't say too much on it. But we, we, we talked a little bit about Gerard and whether they were going to sack him or not. And I, I, I discussed the fact that the owners are in town this weekend. And I wonder, is that just to watch the match? Is it to give the dreaded vote of confidence? Or is it to press the big red button? But that that we won't find out till Monday because I, I, I don't think any of us are in a position to read the owners' mind at this stage. No, neither do I. And and I'm um I read lots I read read other things that there's stuff going on in, in the UK this week about NFL and about NFL teams and there's some sort of talk about some sort of a, a European league as well and uh, there's some talk about some European basketball stuff as well. So they they could be here for a multitude of reasons. But obviously Aston Villa come and see Aston Villa as number one. They're probably just due a visit anyway, I would say. Sure, I think they've both got they've both got offices in the UK that they're this probably is exactly it. Here, so yeah, 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 this is exactly I it. I, I, I wouldn't read really too, too much into, into it that it's that yeah. it's shit or bust for Stephen Gerrard regards to this weekend. Yeah. We, like, you know, I think we can all hope that's the case, but and look, it would be handy uh, for them being in the being in the, the country if that was the case. But you know, they can just as easily get rid of a manager over email and, and or over the phone or over Zoom or whatever. It's been done before. They won't be the first or they won't be the last. And look, who's who's to say we don't go out and win 2-0 at the weekend? It, look, it's it's as possible as anything else. Even if there's a 1% possibility, things with a 1% possibility still come true every so often. So mm. uh, I wouldn't be reading into the the, the, the owners no. are here too much. I think that that's, um, yeah, I, but look, as I say, we'll as you said there, Paddy, we'll find out about it when it happens. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. If it happens. Um, before we get into anything else, Neil, there's, there's 95 people on there. Um, just like to do something positive before the weekend. 
my two season tickets are not being used this weekend. So there's there's a, an adult and a child there. If someone would like to DM me, uh, either on Twitter or on Instagram at Villapaddy or email me at villapaddy82 at gmail.com, there's an adult and a child. I'd love to see a child use the ticket that doesn't normally get to go to Villa Park. So if you can nominate someone, if you want to talk to someone who, who you'd like to see bring their child, it's a big game. Uh, mightn't necessarily be the best game, but the tickets are there. So if, if anybody if anybody is going to be in or around Birmingham or within commuting distance, by all means, uh, try and send that in by lunchtime tomorrow and I will get those changed into your fan IDs and send over to you by close of play tomorrow so you can enjoy the match on Sunday with somebody. That's deadly, Paddy. That is excellent. You never know. That could be a child's first time being in the whole end or something like that, and you could make a fan forever. So uh, I don't know what the param- parameters were there, Paddy. Do you just want to firm up on the parameters there? It's not a competition. There's no like return. No, it's not a competition. Like this is the just fun- being sound. Yeah, it's just just me being sound. I just I just love to see an adult and a child be able to to go to the game. Maybe somebody who can't generally afford to do that. Um, I'm just in the lucky position that the tickets are available this weekend. So if somebody wants, I won't make a decision to tomorrow. I won't even look at the DMs until tomorrow. So just send them on. I'll read through them on my lunch tomorrow and make a decision. And that's a, that's excellent, Paddy. And by all means, this is nowhere near the, the, the gesture Paddy has made. But I remember that I've twice now forgotten to do the winner of our hold all. Uh, that we did before the Nottingham Forest game. We were supposed to do it in the post-match for Nottingham, or the preview for Nottingham Forest. We didn't do it in the preview. We didn't do it in the post-match. We certainly didn't do it in the team sheet tantrum. So we're actually going to do it now. The parameters for that were to like, share, and uh, comment on who you thought the player was that was hiding behind the funny gases and and uh, nose that I put on him. Um, you guys might remember. Do we have the... Do we have? Do I still have that here? Uh, I don't know. Do I still? I no, I don't. I got rid of it. The actual picture itself. But a lot of people got the got the person wrong. So I'm not going to go with who the person uh-huh. is. There's so Paddy. If you want to pick a number between one and thirty one, because that was the amount of retweets that were there. And basically, I'm just going to go down through the list of retweets and whatever uh, number you pick, whoever's okay. number that is, is going to be the winner. So I think I picked number three the last time, which was Steve Staunton's number. So I'm going to go for his other number this time, which is number eleven. Number 11, so 11, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11 is Mark Brannigan, Branners at Lord Aston. You have won the hold on. Very good. Get in touch. And I know Mark is good. Mark, if he's not watching now, he'll be watching early tomorrow morning because uh, uh, I, I I know for a fact that he'll, he'll definitely hear his name. So Mark Brannigan, get in touch there. We'll send that hold on to you. It'll, uh, it'll well, be bringing its way from the villa shop. So that's a bit of positivity bit of whatever at the start of the game guys get on get on top of paddy's uh dms for his uh for that season ticket really cool gesture he didn't run it by me or anything but i'm delighted he didn't because no, uh, it, it, it came <laughs> into my head earlier on and just just to reiterate that uh you can get me on instagram or twitter at villa paddy and the email address is villa paddy 82 at gmail.com so mm-hmm. just just in case they, they start messaging you neil yeah. send it to me and i'll, I'll look after it well, what we'll do is what I'll do is I'll put your uh yeah I'll put that in the notes for the 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 podcast on YouTube Perfect. and then uh and then then you'll be there. Someone's telling me to check. Oh, Dean! I, guys, by the way, if anybody ever cares to contact me on Instagram, uh, my seven patty of this running joke, I never check Instagram. I'm so useless at it. If anybody wants to run the podcast Instagram, you're more than welcome <laughs> to run it for me. I would be I, absolutely delighted. I'm allergic to that application for whatever reason. And <laughs> in fairness. 
I, I speak to Dean every every few days, and Dean doesn't do Twitter, so that's why he's. I know. I was there, and I, I, I have great respect for anybody that doesn't do Twitter because it can be a really toxic place as well. Yeah, yeah. So I do. So I take this as an apology for everybody that I have. I'm not ignoring you out of out of spite or anything like that, and that goes on anything. If anyone ever DMs me, I probably just forget to get back to uh, not forget to get back to. You. I probably just haven't even seen it. It's probably as simple as that. Anyway. All the apologies out of the way. Dean, I'll check that in a moment. I think I remember what that's about because I think I remember I did reply to you once maybe about six weeks ago um, and that way. So, guys, let's talk about Chelsea. Paddy. Um... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What? What do you think? <laughs> That's basically, a, I was going to go, how, by how, how many goals would you think we're going to score at the weekend? But I think that that's a, that's a pretty loaded question that could, that could send the conversation anyway. But what, what, what do you think? Like, we're obviously playing Chelsea at home. Our, yeah. you know, we, we've had an up and down record over the last six or seven games against Chelsea. We've won some games we've been expected to lose. We've drawn some games with them. And then we've gone out and we've lost games whereby we've been coming into with a small bit of momentum. But we've never really been at the 9-0 situation that we were some years back against Chelsea. It's kind of, I'm not going to say the gap has lessened. Obviously, it hasn't. Their players are fantastic. And they had Thomas Tuchel and they've won the Champions League recently. And now they've got Graham Potter, who a lot of players wanted. But do you think, uh, I suppose, really at this moment in time, I suppose, do do you think that anything is possible? I've said before, but do you actually really think it is possible at the weekend, the way Chelsea are playing, the way they've just played in the Champions League uh, over the last couple Um, of years? if if I didn't believe it was possible, I, I wouldn't bother turning on the TV on 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 Sunday, yeah. and I wouldn't be a, a fan of the club. Um, it is possible. I, I I've been I've been there that day when Delph scored that. Yes, and God knows how we put that in. Um, I think that was one of the the greatest days, and I think it was the day that I saw my son fall in love with Aston Villa, and I'll never forget that day as long as I live. It was it was around St Patrick's Day. 2013 ish, or maybe a little bit more. I'm not sure. Um, and it was my son's first trip to the whole end, and the whole end was absolutely rocking. So you, you, we were we were pretty poor in that period, regardless of whether it was 13, 14, or 15, whatever it was. We were poor. So that came completely out of the blue. The Man City performance came completely out of the blue. I can see a Man City esque performance defensively and midfield. I just can't see where goals are going to come from. So I'm expecting, without seeing who we have or who they have at their disposal, I'm expecting a defeat, but a narrow defeat. I think that we, yeah, I think it's not going to be one of these games that anybody's going to be writing home about. I think that Aston Villa have become 
what we've become since the Southampton game. Since, yeah, pretty much since the Southampton game. We've become a scared team, as we've said before. And that's, you know, that is what it is. Um, we've got a manager, obviously, who is, look, we're undefeated in four. And I, I keep on saying that. I say it sometimes in jest, but it's the reality of the situation. Was we're undefeated in four. We're playing absolutely turgid football. We're playing really, really poor football. We've got zero creativity, but somehow we're clawing results out of it. And the reason that I brought up Graham Potter previously was there were times last year when Brighton were getting draws against even teams that they should have won won against, but also against teams that they should never have beaten last year. And I think like when, when we look back at it, we couldn't buy a draw last season for, for good periods of the year. We were either losing or winning. And by all means, I'm not saying that this is uh, that Graham Potter and Steven Gerrard are in the same ballpark at this moment in time. But there was times last year that Graham Potter was getting booed by his fans, and he was because he was getting draws. And we're kind mm. of at that stage at the moment. So draws are not the answer. They're not the antidote to what we want to see. We want to see good football. We want to see better football. We want to see green shoots of, revi- of revival. I'm not quite sure this is going to be the game for the weekend. By all means, yeah. we could have a game whereby we go two 0 up in the first twenty minutes and play backs to the wall and hold on and win two one or even get a two two draw. And we might be here sitting here going, "God, we should have won that game, but didn't we score two goals?" That kind of a kind of way. I really yeah. can't read this one, and I can't read it because it's at home, and we've been pretty poor at home. We've been pretty poor away, but we've been pretty poor at home as well. So I just have no way of reading this game other than. Chelsea are probably going to dominate, but but you know Villa have started well, started fast in some games this season and gotten early goals, and you can't uh, like like if that was to happen, I think it could change the complexion of the game given how well we've been defending recently. Yeah, look, just going back to what I, I remember the day that that uh, Potter was booed af- after Brighton drawing, and yeah. Like that's not going to happen to Chelsea with the quality of players they have. They won't. They won't be drawn as many games. There are similarities, but at least at least Brighton looked like they were going to score goals. Brighton Brighton were trying to score goals. They were just very hard to beat. We 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 just don't. I just can't see where goals are going to come for us. Um, Bright Brighton tacked on the the wins. If you, if you remember at the at the beginning of last season, I had Brighton down to go down. Yeah, I really yeah, thought yeah. I really thought they were in trouble, and. He he did a fantastic job there, and I expect him to do a decent enough job at Chelsea. I don't expect him to do the job that everybody expects him to do, and uh, I do think he'll be looking for a job within the next twelve to eighteen months. And that's no slight on him. That I think that's just, I think that's just the way Chelsea are, um, and I don't think I don't envisage their attitude changing. But look, he, he's had he's had a great start. He's beaten Inter Milan twice. Um, he set the teams out very, very well against Inter Milan. He played, he played two fo- uh, both games. He played a kind of five at the back, mm. made them very hard to break down. I don't envisage a five at the back because he's, he's playing Aston Villa. <laughs> it's just not going to be needed. But it, it it will be an interesting team selection. I see someone mentioning Carney. Uh, I think he got a few minutes, did he last week? Carney get a few minutes. Mm. I don't know. Carney. Maybe. I, don't know, um, I, I think he might have got up for, for a, a substitute appearance. Um, look, it, it's it's bleak. I, I, I don't expect anything from this game, but you know, I didn't expect anything from Man City either. So we, we just we just got to get out and get, get behind the team, regardless of what you think of the manager. We, we, we'll, we'll be turning on the TV for us. Yeah. We'll be supporting the team. We'll do what we can from the terraces. But 
you know, I, I, I think the gig is up after after listening to you. You missed this bit. We spoke about Mac, Mac Stokes's video of them singing. We want Gerard out. David O'Rourke from the Irish Lions was there. He said it was fairly vocal after the game. And I think once the away support turns, I think it takes something special to turn it back. And to take something special is going to be beating Chelsea, beating Brentford, beating Man United twice. Who else is in between that? Newcastle. Newcastle all, those games going, all those games are going to have to be pretty special in order to turn the away support back. So and that 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 was going to be a question of mine as well. We, what will the atmosphere be like? You're giving away two tickets for the whole tent. <laughs> there will be people coming. Like, do we have the temper? Okay, you could only get them if you're going to be really angry. That's the only way you're allowed to get those tickets. Is that it? Because it could, as you say, like the, when the away fans go, the away fans never really went out, went uh, and turned against Dean Smith. Um, yeah. you know, but but when they when some away fans now, and I think it is fair to say that it was it was, but you know some is 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 even uh you know a stretch on some of the some of the the the, the performances and the managers we've had before who never called for that you know mm. so it's it's an interesting one it'll be interesting to see what it's like at the weekend because Paddy this Chelsea team are coming and it looks like they're going to be without Reese James now we know Reese James loves to loves to score in this fixture whether it's own goals for us or whether it's goals against us or play have the game of his life against us I think he's an absolutely brilliant defender. I think he, I think he's sorry, a brilliant player. I'm going to say he's good in yeah. both phases. I think him being missing is going to be more pivotal than a lot of people make uh, make out to be. Specifically within the Premier League, I think it is because yes, as Pulaqueta will most likely come in at right back for them there. But you know what? I kind of fancy people against as Pulaqueta at this stage in his career. What, what do you think? Am I being over overly simplistic on that one? Well, you, you've got to you've got to back somebody to turn turn it uh, with. Depending on who's available and where he plays them, you've you've got to back somebody to be able to turn Aspilicueta at this stage. Hmm. But unfortunately, when you when you turn Aspilicueta, there's there's ten other players waiting to step in and <laughs> and look after him. So um, it does it doesn't really make a huge difference for me. I I would be wary of the the Reece James has has popped up with a fair few goals in his time, um, fair few assists. I I like him as a player. I really do. Um, when I say like him as a player, I bloody hate when he plays Villa, but but I yeah. do I do think he has an awful lot to offer as a player. So uh, yeah, it, it could only be a good thing if he's out. Is it enough? Probably not. Well, the, the reason I'm bringing this up is look, Thiago Silva. Every single year since he's come to the Premier League, I remember sitting here and saying, and maybe I'm ageist. I think it's just because I'm ageist. I think that's what it is. I've just had that realization. I need to go and get and check that bias of mine. But Thiago Silva came to the league at 35 years of age. I don't think I would have been the only person said, ah, legs are gone. Been playing in a slow league. Been playing in a farmer's league. Been playing in a French league. Ah, legs are gone. And uh, obviously playing in those Brazilian teams. And at the time, those Brazilian teams are getting humbled. Then he comes into Chelsea and he's bloody world beater Thiago Silva that he was 10 years previous. You know, he's been brilliant. But there has to come a time whereby someone is going to put him on his arse and turn him around and break it. And, and, and what I mean by that is there has to be some time where somebody's going to get around him and make him look silly. And Koulibaly on the other side of him there, yes, he's had some very good moments. The goal that he scored was an absolute worldie. But teams have gotten in around him. They've they've made him look a bit ploddy at times this season. Not very often, mm. but they have done it. 
and I'm not the biggest Mar- um, I'm not the biggest Cucurella fan. I don't think he's worth fifty million or whatever they paid for him. I just don't. I think he's effort, and I think uh, I think that's what he is. I, I I'm not this 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 sage of the, to to think that he's absolutely great. good player. Don't get me wrong, but uh, like the way he was being made out to be this absolutely fantastic like top 10 defenders in the world at one stage and he was nowhere near yeah. that and that that's that i think that's fair to say so what i'm trying to get at here is when you look at that and the fact that they won't have angola kante they haven't had him for a while they're not going to have fofana probably going to be loftus cheek and Jorginho there in midfield when you look at that back four there is ways there is ways to get at them now i'm yeah. obviously talking about the fact that we've got dustpens for uh creativity up there at times but like, like the the optimist, optimistic person in me has to say that it could be we could score goals against this team somehow if we got if something clicked at all because you know they aren't as impenetrable as 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 they look on paper. I think, and I know I'm being overly overly optimistic here. I know I am, but it's it's just a fact that those players we would have to. It's like some team is going to catch them at some stage, and it might just yeah. be Aston Villa. Like they they started off poorly. They were they were hammered three 0 by by Chelsea. Uh, so Hampton scored two goals against them. I think they're a different side since then. Definitely a different side. Yeah. Um, I th- I think Potter has stabilized things there now. I I just don't I just don't see how we we might get a goal, but they'll score more. I I've no doubt in my mind that if if we score one, they'll do enough to go and beat us two one or three one. I just can't see it any other way. Um. There's, they haven't been blowing teams away, with the exception of beating Wolves three 0 You know, that's they, what I'm well, thinking. They did, they did put three on, on Milan. Who, let's face it, were it, it is Milan. It's hard to go there and get results. But the, they're they're a mediocre Milan side. They're not the AC Milan of old. So, um, I wouldn't read too much into that. Um, I'd, I'd hope they're tired. You know, they've had two two weeks of tough uh, European trips. That might might help us a little bit. But I'm just finding it really, really difficult to get up for this. I'm finding it really, really difficult to have any belief in in where we are in, in order to do a number on Chelsea who just have way too much in the locker for us. I think so too. And you know what? You're saying that Aston Villa may not beat or that you just can't see them beating Chelsea. Well, that wouldn't be out of the out of uh, uh, I say out of kilter with what's happened historically, because you know what time it is. It's time for that piece that everybody loves in these pre-match previews. It's time for Stato Corner. Look at that, just like pros. Stato Corner, the great, wonderful AVFC Stato, has given us some statistics, um, and we're going to run through them. And as you may have guessed from spoiler alert, that uh, Chelsea have had the rub of the green against Aston Villa in, in recent times. But let's look at some of the statistics that are there, and we'll take a rundown through them. So first one is that Graham Potter has only won one of his last seven games against Aston Villa in all competitions, losing his last two in the Premier League. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. There's hope. There is hope. You know? There is hope. 
Next one is Ezri Kanza is set to make his 100th Premier League appearance for Aston Villa this weekend, and he will become the 12th Aston Villa defender to reach this number. I completely forgot to get back to AFC Stato to get the list of defenders, who the 11 defenders who are above him. But that's like I that's that's a serious number one. I would not have thought that he was coming up on that on 100 uh, Premier League appearances. But then again, he has been almost ever present. Um, it's for maybe one injury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since the return, um, look, but, look, we, we've 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 patted him on the back many times, and we've kicked him on the arse many times. Yeah, Edri Conza has been good for Aston Villa in the majority. He, he's had he's had his poor games, but uh, he's gonna put in the chat now. But for only twelve players in the Premier League era to get to hundred appearances, that is, you know, that that is well worth a round of applause for Edri Conza. Fair play to. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Aston Villa play Chelsea at 2 p.m. on Sunday. And guess what? Aston Villa have not won any of their last 10 Premier League games at this time on a Sunday, drawing two and losing eight. Last doing so against Burnley in 2010. In a, but it was a 5-2 victory in Villa Park. Jeepers. We'll take a 5-2 again. We'll take a 5-2. That was a bit of a mad game too, if memory serves me correct. <laughs> I have no recollection of that game whatsoever. None. No recollection of it whatsoever. <laughs> so answers on a postcard anyway. If anybody can tell me who the scorers were there, um, that would be nice. Next one is Aston Villa have won just two of their last 15 Premier League games against Chelsea. That's what I was alluding to, Paddy, um, yeah. with regards to uh, with regards to Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, we've drawn one last 12, scoring 12 goals and conceding 39 in the process. Look, I don't think anybody needs to sit here and think that... Um, um, I think that it, no, nobody needs to need a re- reminding of that. We've just had a woeful um, uh, record against Chelsea, albeit recently we've won once or twice against them. Um, you know, uh, over the last five or six games, it's been a different, a different-ish story. Should I say? We've had a bit more, um, a bit more about us against Chelsea. Um, next one is only in 2014 and 15 where we scored four goals, and 20 in 2002, 2003 when we scored six goals. Have Aston Villa scored less goals in the first nine game weeks of a season than this season where we've scored seven? So look, guys, these are still facts, but these are like this is where we are at the moment. Uh, some of these facts are not nice to watch, but they're they're exactly where we are. And we're not going to sugarcoat any of them as well. So we're not scoring goals, and we're playing up against the team who traditionally beat us. So that to me is is uh, is, is a bit worrying. And I think we have one more statistic there. No, we don't. I know I left in one for Nottingham Forest uh, from the Nottingham Forest on, on the slide deck. So that is the end of our statistics. Thank you so much to AVFC Stato. Really, really appreciate it. And thanks for sending those on today and for helping us to fill the segment that we like to call Stato's Corner. <laughs> Now, so we're more more enlightened about uh, about the reality of the situation there with those great statistics, Paddy. Do you want to give me a, and I know you're not somebody who likes to give predictions, but do you want to give me a prediction? What would be your well, prediction? I'm going to, I'm going to give you a prediction because I, I'm not going to make the team sheet tantrum on Sunday, so I'll give you a prediction. But before I make the prediction, that 5-2 game against Burnley. Yes. Gabby Agbonlahor, Heskey, Downing, Downing, and... Oh, I do... Ashley Young scored. I remember it. Yeah, was that that was yeah yeah actually I think he referenced no it wasn't it was the good game in two thousand eleven yeah yeah um I I predict that we will score a goal but I'm gonna go three one Chelsea at the weekend and I'm not trying to be negative I'm trying to be real I think I think I think we will be in the game 
but I think they'll just have too much for us. Uh, just to cu- just to close out before I give my prediction, AVFC Stato has come up trumps. Paddy, can you guess? Actually, let's play a guessing game. Paddy, Paddy, you're on the spot. And oh, you can see them in the comments. What am I doing this for? You can see the <laughs> fucking comments. Anyway, I'll put them up. The t- 11 players that have uh, over 100 caps are the head of Esri Concept Premier League appearances are diminutive Alan Wright, some guy called Steve Staunton. No, Paddy, you might be able to enlighten me. Never him. heard of him. All, Olaf Melberg, Ugo Ehia, Garrett Southgate, J. Lloyd Samuel, RIP, um, J- Paul McGrath, Kieran Clark, Tyrone Mings, Earl Barrett, and the great Sean Teal. So there's some really big names in there. And I suppose when you look at it, that's a nice group of players to be in if you are Esri Kanza and Oz. So um, like realistically here, Barkier and Clark, a lot of those guys would be, uh, you know, would be, um, I suppose, mainstays. They'll be in somebody's uh, best 20 players that they've probably seen for Aston Villa if you had to, if you were, cho- if you had to pick a certain amount of defenders, yeah. uh, you know, so fair play to him. Um, Ezri Kanza, that is a fair achievement to make 100, go- 100 games uh, in the Premier League. So I think this game at the weekend, I've probably been alluding to it. You've probably heard me that I'm, I'm, I'm look, I'm, I'm always going to be, I'm always going to want Aston Villa to win. I'm always going to want Aston Villa to get something out of the game. I just have this inkling for this game at the weekend that it's a, that we're going to we're going to score goals, but we're going to be disappointed. And what I mean by we're going to be disappointed, and I've said it already, I think we're going to do something silly like go to a two goal two goal lead and get real back and draw two two. And that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with a two two draw. I've no basis for it, but I just think we're due something when no one expects it that the players will pull something out of the bag, but we'll ultimately be sitting here at the afterwards going, how did we lose a two nil lead? Uh, where we were up by two goals with 70 minutes gone in the game. Yeah. And then we conceded two in the last minute. You know, one of those I'd, things. I'd take, like, I'd take City it. Last season. I would take a two-all draw right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take exactly what you're explaining right now because I think that would be a good performance and a good result, even and, if we were 2 nil up. And, I, and I, th- I think it's not beyond the realms of possibility. I think the way that we're, you know, I think this... Yes, we're not attacking, and we're obviously not. And I know that there's going to be comments coming in. Go, well, how are we going to score two goals? I have no bloody idea how we're going to score two goals. But I, mm. I, there was no way you could have told me we we're going to be two 0 up at seventy minutes against uh, uh, against Man City and lose three two. And that could very well happen. And I just think this team plays better against teams where they're completely given zero 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 chance. You saw it against Man City this season as well. So I don't know. I've no reason for it. Um, I just. It's it's just it's just something that I just have a feeling in my waters about. I'm fully prepared to be a million percent wrong and see and for us to get absolutely trounced at the weekend. But for me, I'm going to go two two and uh, and look as I say, that's five games unbeaten. I don't know what we start talking about then. You know, is it actually a good run at that stage? I've no idea. Like it's just we're in such a topsy turvy upside down land at the moment with this with, with the performance in the field where they're so bad. Yeah. And and uh, they're so mediocre uh, in an attacking sense that we just don't know where to look or what or where what to do with it at the moment. So, look, I'm going to go two all draw at this game, but I'm going to go that we'll be kind of ruining the fact that we should have won the game. How's about that? I think everybody will. Uh, uh, that so. kind of keeps everybody happy uh, yeah. in, in that way. Um, so that's before, listen. Before yes, you go, wrapping, before you go wrapping things up, I just want to say that again that. Uh, my my two season tickets aren't being used. There's a lot more people on now than there was yes. when I said it. They're not being used this weekend. If if there's someone out there who feels there's a, a young child that would would love to go or wants to bring a young child for the first time, the tickets are there. They're free of charge. You get me on Instagram or on Twitter at Villa Paddy. 
or you can email me at villapaddy82 at gmail.com. Do, do it quickly. Do it before tomorrow lunchtime. I'll pick someone tomorrow lunchtime because I need to inform the ticket office and get the tickets emailed over to whoever's gone. So uh, if you know somebody in or in around Villa Park, don't don't be putting extra expense on somebody who doesn't plan to be there or you know if there's if there's any issue getting there it's just i know it's a last minute thing so it, it's a good chance for somebody who wouldn't ordinarily get to go so if you know somebody please do make the suggestion great stuff paddy excellent yeah so get them in quickly as i say what what cut off point two o'clock tomorrow paddy Two o'clock tomorrow is good, yeah. Two o'clock tomorrow, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, as I say, apologies to anybody who's watching this late and doesn't get to watch it in time. Um, uh, but uh, two o'clock tomorrow, we have to have the cutoff point so that the ticket office can be notified. Excellent, 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 excellent. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. I do apologize once again for being late. Thank you so much. We have 161, Jesus, watching this, watching this uh, at half past 10 on a Thursday night. That just goes to show how much Aston Villa means to us fans and to all of you guys out there. Really appreciate everything you do for the podcast. If you don't already follow us on Twitter, you can follow us on at Pod. You can give us a thumbs up on this. We really appreciate it. Actually, before you leave today, if you could just give a thumbs up on the YouTube link, that would really, really help us. Just kicks us out there with regards to the algorithm. And also subscribe if you're not subscribed. Actually, would you believe, guys, that only 30% of the people that watch this podcast actually subscribe to the podcast, which always blows my mind um, because we get so many watches and so many listens to the podcast, uh, you know, in, in real time. So thank you very much to everybody. And if you don't subscribe, you might consider just clicking on that subscribe button. It doesn't cost exactly. you anything and a special, at all. special shout out before we go to uh, the manager of the month, Carl Ward. Carl Ward. Very much deserved. Brilliant. Absolutely. Absolutely. And long may their rise continue and to give us something to look at at the opposite end of the table than we're used to with the men. So hopefully they can follow suit and start getting results on the board. Here, here, I completely concur with that. Lastly as well, Mark Brannigan, Branners on uh, on Twitter, get in contact with me and we'll get you out that hole all as well. Thanks so much, everybody, for everything you do for the podcast once again. Stay safe, stay healthy. Get on to Paddy before 2 o'clock tomorrow if you want that ticket or if you know of somebody who would, would love those tickets. But until next time, guys, thank you very much and up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network.